Hi. Hello. How are you? Pretty damn good. How are you doing? Not bad. Not bad at all. Good. Welcome to Off Brand Podcast. Yeah, with uh, I'm Aubrey. And I'm Courtney. And uh, we run Dandelion Branding. We sure do. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> it is it's great. great. <laughs> it's great. I actually, um, this is Aubrey's voice. I actually had a, an in-person meeting with a client today, and I had such a nice time, and I'm just constantly reminded how lovely it is that we choose the people we work with, and we choose really well. And it's wonderful. Everyone we work with is wonderful. Yeah, there's that's it's really nice to like actually I don't know, yeah, work face to face with someone, I bet. (laughs) Because we work online, everything we do, we are digital marketing agency, everything we do is virtual. Yeah. Um so yeah, so we work from home. We really I mean we have zoom calls at least once a week with our clients but mm-hmm. there's just with, just with our ongoing clients we do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right um, yeah it's not the same and it's easy for me to forget that because I um well I live in Europe and I almost never see people that I know mm-hmm. uh, so this client is visiting and it's I she's in she's in um belgium so i just like went on a train to go over there and yeah it's just nice it's uh, it's honestly i think i'm also just like on cloud nine from like seeing another american i know (laughs) yeah (laughs) it must be like when a dog is in a park and they see another dog that they've met before and, and they just run. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You get so excited. I feel that way literally every time I see somebody that I know. Or um, overhear a conversation in English. It's the little things. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just like the comforts of home, basically. That yeah. It's like that's not a sensation you, you feel very often. So I, no. it certainly stands out. Yeah. Being sense. able able to like use slang a, in yeah this <laughs> conversation holy shit <laughs> we use a lot of slang so like so much slang yeah. and, like be able to do it and like physically have those like fast mannerisms and movements and like actually belly laugh about that shit is so feels so good um <laughs> Yeah, that's how our, our client meetings actually go is we just like belly laugh and <laughs> yeah. And talk shit and, and speak in slang. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's really like working with us. We also get yeah. all done. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's about the balance. But yeah. uh you know, yeah, it is funny. I actually didn't really realize how much um I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know. The term slang is not one I actively think about, but like we use a lot of that, like, I guess just, yeah, slang yeah, in, com- in language in conversation. And I'm realizing that more and more by doing these podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> by listening to how we communicate. Cause it's like, I don't, I mean, we, 
we call these podcasts off brand because we wanted something that was like off the cuff, like something that we could totally just kind of essentially record our normal conversations with a little bit more structure. <laughs> yeah, um, mild, mildly more structure. Like a really rough guidelines. <laughs> um, but so it's, it's funny that, that that is something that, uh, that you sort of recognized in something that you enjoy and, and miss, I think. Oh because, my God. I yeah. miss it so much. Don't get me wrong. You know, I think the Dutch are so do super duper sweet. And the one thing I, one thing I really appreciate about the Dutch is how they'll just sit and have a conversation for 17 hours. Like mm. I grew up doing that because I'm from the country and basically we just chain smoke cigarettes and switch from coffee to wine and just talk all day, you know? <laughs> That's um, some deep country. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I mean, that's, not the South, but not anyways. the South, but <laughs> Michigan rednecks are just, just, uh, just as, uh, just as deep. Um, yep. mm-hmm. it's real. So, you know, and I think like Dutch culture is very that. So I'm definitely comfortable with that. But I am so like flamboyant and gregarious when I really get myself going. Um, <laughs> which I can do really easily, especially if I'm like vibing with someone back and forth. Mm-hmm. And when there's like any sort of language barrier, like it makes it harder. Yeah, It definitely and, inhibits that, like that, like banter, quick conversation that can yeah. happen that really like you amped on. <laughs> I get amped, man. I get into it. <laughs> Um, so I don't, so anyways, I don't, uh, this is, this is totally off topic. Um, but I don't have that very often and, and got to experience that today and it was wonderful. So that's my, yeah. yay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is Wednesday here. It's been a, an interesting week so far. Good. Like, yeah, I'd say great overall honestly overall yeah great we made some really good decisions yeah yeah like yeah we are feeling freaking motivated and have got some really cool plans ahead and um Mm -hmm. oh we have a facebook group oh right let's plug that yeah (laughs) (laughs) hi and if you're in our facebook group listening to this hi thanks for joining you are new you are on the cutting edge. Um, it's called Curious the- Marketer. Yeah. So our group is called The Curious Marketer, uh, questioning the digital status quo. The di- yeah, the digital status quo. Curious Marketer questioning the digital status quo. It's um, save time, market wisely is um, what's written on the thing. The uh, <laughs> hero image. And it's a photo of us being a little bit silly. And basically, we're just going to, like, ask questions and give advice in there. Yeah, honestly, yeah. We wanted just kind of, like, a really open space for people to be curious about marketing, but also, like, share cool things that, like, mm-hmm. you learn. Because I, I am adamantly against the idea of, like, this is a cool tip, so I'm not going to tell anybody because I don't want to, like, blow it up. Like, I don't want people... Fuck that. I want to be seen as this, like, all-knowing guru. Like, no. Super fuck that. Like, we want to share... If we find something that, like, helps us and saves some time for us, we are Mm -hmm. so stoked to share it. It's, like, literally 
immediately mm-hmm. goes on our list of things that we want to share with the world because like why not <laughs> what? right exactly yeah. Like, and, and it's yeah and it's shit like we have we've but we so we uh i am having a hard time um with my words so it's your nighttime let's uh, yeah it is yeah let's be clear it's 8 30 yeah. um which is like p.m which is um means it's uh, almost bedtime so um we have a slack channel just it's just Courtney and I it's it's, Courtney I think it's so funny how many different ways we communicate but there's like two of us (laughs) and we we rage every single like I can't imagine being a fly on the wall of dandelion and how many different ways and places that we communicate but they all have a purpose. And yeah, they do. Here, disclaimer: we did this because we set ourselves up to fucking scale. That's true. We did. We are. We know we're, how we're business scalable. actually yeah. runs. <laughs> we so do. we're like, okay, well, the, yes, there's only two of us right now, but we need to categorize all the things that we speak about, all the projects that we work on, and have ways in which that information is yes. transferred between us because we know the detrimental effects of not having that structure set up for yeah we're also like hella organized as humans and our brains compartmentalize shit really well yeah 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 yeah. so we have compartments for everything right we had to find this (laughs) the right compartments yeah and okay so what's so so okay yeah Yeah, so a lot of our compartments exist in slack and one of those compartments is called bomb articles (laughs) it's a slack channel it's a slack channel that we have that's literally just called bomb articles and (laughs) and for almost a year since since like um i just looked at the beginning of april we have regularly just dropped links Mm -hmm. to articles like sometimes two or three or four a week you know for yeah that are just that are just great that just have great information in them and it's like we're just sharing them back and forth with each other I honestly put links there it's just it's like how instead of bookmarking it (laughs) let's just put it there that's what it's for yeah (laughs) like look at it when I have a a free moment of brain you have a yeah you're like this is probably interesting I should read this later put it there or you read it and you're like that's great I'm gonna put it here um I do that all the time totally so yeah. basically anytime I like an article I just put it in there um and we didn't even know that we were collecting them to share them in the curious marketer <laughs> but hey but hey <laughs> yeah I mean I think that yeah it was a funny realization of like a, what a week or so ago of like <laughs> we, should pro- we should probably like <laughs> share these um <laughs> Because that's the thing. I mean, what we do is content strategies. So, like, we have a very, like, solid method for how we put out our current content. And, like, and so a little bit of, like, strategic thought, quite a bit of strategic thought needs to go into making changes to how we do that. So, like, (laughs) so I guess it's not always immediately evident, like, whoa okay let's actually start like inserting this into our realm of content that we're putting out there right um because that wasn't initially sort of something that we had planned out so it it just kind of like shifts the way that we do things a little bit which is which is dope and it's all a test you know but um 
yeah that was just sort and, of a funny realization that we came to yeah like we should ago. we should share these and you're yeah. just like in the facebook group <laughs> yeah oh. i just like really i just like really i just wrote back yeah like <laughs> like <laughs> no yes. inflection like uh like, oh yeah like duh. yeah that makes uh, duh that was a big old duh for us but hey it's we're all learning we learn you know? and that's what the curious marketer is about and it, what i i'm actually super stoked because we're doing this um curious quickie which is just a tip mm-hmm. um just the tip <laughs> oh shit oh my god wow i didn't even realize that holy yes shit. it's we're so good with this group but like just enough to be curious and like kind of quirky and like maybe a little sexually suggestive but like i don't know I like it. That's just who we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We really tone it down. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we're just, yeah. Anyway, I didn't even think about it until right now that the curious quickie is just the tip. Um, oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll work with that. Okay. I like, I love it that. so much. <laughs> but- um, anyway, so that's just a really, really quick tip. That's like super helpful to know. You mean you mean that that segment in general? That segment. Like that, that segment. That post type. Yeah. That's my most favorite that we have in our group. Mm. The other ones I, are like fine, but the tips are like <laughs> what it's really. I'm excited for people to like share what they they are needing help with. Like, I want it to be like a really open space that people don't feel like they would be judged if they came Mm -hmm. with a question like I want people to be really like yo this is something I don't know I'm curious about this like teach me like yeah and like that's sick and and I and I'm really excited to see kind of the level of expertise of some of the other people that are joining definitely Um, I freaking love that yeah I I do too and it's in the rules that people shouldn't be concerned about their question it's also in the rules that um we will kick someone out for being an asshole so fair warning so fair warning yeah we accept everyone until you're an asshole asshole. yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, and objectively an asshole. We're not going to be like biased about it. Like tell us something that like might surprise us, like be real. Right. And, like if like, di- you di- like, let's disagree. That's cool too. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're into mm-hmm. that, but like mm-hmm. be respectful and exactly. Like, talk down to people. Don't be hateful. And, yeah. Yeah. So no um, hateful shit. No, the world doesn't need that. There's enough of that. Right. Be better. Um, <laughs> so be, be better. That's week's this sign. That's this week's sign off. Be better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's our Facebook group. I'm really stoked about it. Um, this one I think is, uh, like we, it's something we really resonate with. I, I feel really good about it. It feels like an exciting, um, yeah, it feels right. Natural step. Yeah. Um, and the, the name, not to toot our own horn, but gonna toot our own horn. The name is dope. <laughs> yeah, we did a good job. I love that. Was the a, 
<laughs> yeah, that was fully a brain of a uh, DB brainstorm yeah. moment. Yeah. Sometimes we just riff off each other and say random words until uh, with with thesauruses open, both of us mm-hmm. until words come together. Pretty much. Words are hard. So and sometimes yeah. you just don't feel like doing word stuff. I'd never feel that way. You feel that way. Most people in the world feel that way. I think, yeah. I mean, there's always times where you don't want to do certain brain things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay, you're different because <laughs> you're obsessed with words. But <laughs> I'm obsessed with words. I like if I'm like, I don't feel like writing. I don't feel like doing word stuff. I'm just going to go read a book. <laughs> it's like where my brain goes i so. i will get like really into it like i really like coming up with names for things but like writing uh, like something more long form is something it's like it takes me a really long time it's yeah. not my strong suit um that's why but, you started vlogging yeah yeah but yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's just kind of yeah i mean We'll see. Yeah. And vlog works better for you. I yeah. I don't think I would like that. I like making vids. It's fun. Yeah. Good. It's similar to writing, honestly, because you have to sort of, you know, come up with a plan and write it out what you're going to mm-hmm. talk about. So it's not just like <laughs> pure stream of consciousness. <laughs> but um, but right. it's yeah, it's it gets to be a little bit more like creative I also like editing videos and stuff too I think that that's a fun thing that um we're continuing to learn about so um yeah Yeah, that's great but this week's off-brand topic is sort of um about the days where you might not feel like doing any damn things at all (laughs) yes it is (laughs) Which I honestly had on Monday and just, like, powered through. I yeah. feel like, yeah, I feel like for me, that's that's the answer. Like, I, I am uh, a prey for apathy. Like, I think, I think, like, especially in the wintertime. Like, um, so I just, as a general rule, wake up with the sun and that's quite easy in California to do all year round. But since moving to the Netherlands or moving back to a, a Northern place like Michigan, I was where I grew up at moving back here. Like the sun right now doesn't come up until eight thirty or nine. Um, really? and in the summertime really wow. dude fucking yes whoa and in the summertime it's up it starts to it starts to really peak at like 5 30 mm-hmm. so i and so like i le- legit wake up when the sun comes up and when the birds start making them tweeting sounds i love it it's i think it's beautiful but in the winter I definitely and always have and that's a big part of why I moved to California is that I definitely deal with seasonal affective disorder Mm -hmm. and 
this is the season this is the this is the this is the fucking season Tis the season (laughs) it is and i know i have like three or four months left um and i'm i'm a little concerned about it and i start making i start making like plans and preparations to deal it with it with myself like early and i did it this year really early so i think i'm handling it well but i i 100% have days where I'm just like fuck everything I'm not doing it Uh, that's not conducive to being to to running a company (laughs) right Right. (laughs) Um, yeah and and I don't I mean you're not alone in that that like the that to be so affected by um, things externally, you know, like I think every, it's something to varying degrees, every entrepreneur uh, will deal with sort of like, you know, there's going to be days in which you want to do absolutely nothing. You want to do less than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. and, uh, and, when... and, mo- and, and, and navigating how to find that motivation to, to just power through it, like you said, um, or, you know, figuring out something that, that works for you in order mm-hmm. to, to continue to stay motivated. Um, because if you're not doing it, ain't nobody else going to do it for you. Right. It's one thing when it is when you work for someone and you can just be like, fuck you, I'm going to half-ass my day. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, there's people to pick up those, you know, pick up the pieces a little bit when you have a team. But when you're running your own company and, like, shout out to solopreneurs. Once again, yeah. <laughs> Dude, shout I don't know how to... you're doing it. Like, I don't know either. Yeah. Tell us how you're doing it, please. I'd actually really like to know, yeah, how do you remain motivated through those days where you feel entirely apathetic and ready to give up and, you know, frustrated beyond belief and tired, like you've got a life, you've got like a family potentially, like what, you know, how do you, how do you do it? Yeah. How do you do that? Um, Um, Yeah. Cause I I mean, how do you do it? I, uh, I definitely get days where I, um, I feel like doing nothing, but, but it sort of manifests itself rather than I, where like, I'm like, I'm mad. I feel like doing nothing. It's sort of like, I just cannot focus. Mm. Um, and it's, it's been an interesting thing because, um, I'm like sort of in transition with a lot of things in my, in my personal life. And um, so that definitely contributes to it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know that like I work really well with deadlines and I also understand that I procrastinate (laughs) and I know this about myself. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, at this point in my life, bake in a little bit of extra time 
that I know that I'm going to feel apathetic or I know that I'm going to procrastinate until, but that's, that doesn't always happen. I mean, it it varies of course, depending on like the project, if I'm like super overwhelmed by something and I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Like I can't do this right now. Um, like I, I know the types of projects that are going to make me feel that way mm-hmm. <laughs> versus ones where I'm like, nope, let's just do this. Let's power through it. Let's go. I want to know that type of project. Uh, it's something I don't know about you. I know uh, a little bit. I know a little bit, but. I mean, I think it's just, yeah, higher stakes projects. I think like higher stakes um big are are sort of like larger um how do I describe it I feel like I'm gonna sneeze also which is not good for a podcast um I don't want that to sneeze um let it out no um like I mean yeah we can talk about it separately I don't know right now nothing's coming to mind I think just some of the some of the larger things that we that we work on I guess like um I'm very intimidated by paid advertising on Facebook um and that's something that we're we're that's a project that we're working on right now but it's like a world that is something that I am you know it's nowhere near my expertise so I um it it just yeah when i am intimidated by the concept of a project i don't entirely know how this thing works um mm-hmm. i think that that is what contributes to me feeling like a little bit more apathetic at the beginning of like whoa i just don't know <laughs> where to start and so um but i think that uh i it's sort of related a little bit to what we talked about in in one of our previous podcasts about anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, a lot of my, whatever apathy I might feel is tied to being anxious about it. Interesting. I have yeah. the opposite actually. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Court and I are notoriously opposite in our emotional yeah. spaces. Most of the time. I, <laughs> I feel apathetic um, when, yeah, this is a hard, this is hard to nail down. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel apathetic when I feel like I'm not doing new things. Interesting. Okay. I like, um, like, or when I, when I feel like, I guess maybe when I, I think I get apathetic when I feel like I might get overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, okay, I have so much shit to do. I need to sit. And I think that it may be kind of a mechanism for me to like take a step back and what, what helps me get out of apathy is making lists Mm. because Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything and I'm, I'm stubborn even to myself to so much where I will be like, I don't want to do it. 
and I'll be like, I have to do it, but I don't fucking want to. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna sit here. Yeah. And I'm gonna make this list. Um, and well, and then I, I can basically be like, I'm just gonna fucking sit here. And then that part of me that's like, at least make a list of and get yourself organized to know, like, if you're missing the day, like, it's kind of like, if you decide to miss today, that's okay, but then you need to make the list of the things that you need to do the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Like, if I reorganize my calendar yeah, around, like, all right, if I don't feel like doing anything on Monday, what do I need to do on Tuesday? To And, like, how do I space that stuff out? Mm-hmm. so that I can make it because if I'm feeling apathetic um, it, it's just not like a good idea for me to push that because I will make myself mad and then I will be an asshole to everyone else because I made myself mad it's just like I don't know yeah yeah that's how no, I feel it definitely I mean that that makes perfect sense though that like that that has to be a solution I mean this is something everybody feels to varying degrees so it's like yeah I I also think that helping that what helps is like being okay with taking a moment to be apathetic (laughs) but also like understanding that that's going to have a ripple effect and you, mm-hmm. you're still going to have to do all the things that you may or may not want to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't change your to-do list, honey. Don't change it your really to-do doesn't. list. But you just got to change how you are uh, kind of um, dissecting that to-do list mm-hmm. in, term- in your weekly calendar and how that, um, how you're right. going to put those pieces back into your list of things to do. Um, yeah, perhaps because, in more digestible chunks or whatever it you know, yeah whatever. or just like a day where you have to like rage more stuff right. I like I I almost also like this is a different topic and maybe another interesting off-brand topic to have is like how many things do you do in a day mm-hmm. how, what's on your to-do list because I regularly put like three to four things on my to-do list in a day um mm-hmm. I get a shitload of stuff done but, like, my to-do list actually has – well, for today, today's different because I was traveling. But I have one – yesterday's to-do list has one, two, three, four things. And within one of those things, there's, like, a couple of other things to add to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those things cool. might take some time. So, and I kind of think about it in terms of mindset and like, as a business owner, I don't have the option to be like, Hey, you over there teammate can, I don't feel like doing shit today. Can you do this for me? I don't have that option. Neither do you, except Mm -hmm. I could call you. Yeah. I mean, there has been times where we've had to do that for one another, like for whatever reason, things happen in life. Um, and, and I think it hasn't happened in a very long time, but, um, yeah, I don't remember when the last time that happened was, I think it was when I was out there or something. I don't really recall either. Um, 
it's been a maybe long I'm time. imagining it <laughs> well, maybe you're imagining it it's for the most of the time we it's the opposite it's like can I do that for you um which I think yeah. also like we're always also in service of each other and I think that makes us really good business partners yeah but yeah like there's no person and and also to note that like you and I have different things that we specialize in yeah so yeah. I couldn't I mean, I could be like, can you do this content piece for me for a client? You'd be like, uh, if you want, like, I, I can try. Right. I could try, but it's not going to be the same like caliber. And it also will take me probably three times as long. It's just like not. Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) I'm not going to ask you that because even if I don't do it today and I can do it, I could do it tomorrow. Like I can still, you know, like we have different Mm -hmm. skill sets. Mm-hmm. so there's really no one to ask for things like that and that's fine we knew what we're doing but in terms of like uh, apathy and the impact that it has I can 100% see an entrepreneur or especially a solopreneur like just not doing it yeah yeah just it's- not it takes so much internal strength to like fight against that. Your brain is so good at convincing you <laughs> of things. Yeah. Brains are really conniving little things. Dude, my brain can times. convince me to like sit and eat and watch pose for like 17 hours. It doesn't even. <laughs> yeah um, it's like eat food and watch right that's Somebody, what my brain yeah. wants me to do mm-hmm. yeah I uh it's 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 a struggle because it because like <laughs> my <laughs> you're gonna hear a little bit about how how I procrastinate let's be real um so I, <laughs> yes I'm I am obsessed with the legal aspects of what's happening um, in our political world in America right now. <gasps> Courtney, I need you to give me give me like a daily rundown of oy, that. Oy. It's a lot. I mean, yeah, it, um, but I love it. Like I first whatever reason, I've always been like very interested in politics, but like sort of the um yeah kind of hearing about what's happening with um the impeachment inquiry and stuff is something that I've I've been been watching pretty closely uh for many months at this point and uh and I always for whatever reason I'm like I tell myself that it's okay to watch some like like YouTube videos and kind of check out what's going on with that in like the middle of my day because I'm like I'm gonna take a brain break from work because I work I like to work at night really anyways but um Mm -hmm. so this is usually at like 3 (laughs) p.m where I'll take like an hour and watch some like YouTube videos but it's not I mean it doesn't help me focus at all if anything it maybe just makes me more fucking stressed (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I I was just gonna ask that it, it, it doesn't. That was a joke. But uh, but it certainly does not help me focus. Um, but I 
convince myself that it's okay because it's something that I enjoy doing. And I'm like, you know what? I deserve this. Well, you um, do. You rage so hard. So I mean, I... thanks. But, um, but it's like, it's a constant balance of, of like, is my mind convincing me that I deserve this because I actually did work? Or am I convincing myself that I deserve this because like, treat yourself and uh, I just want to <laughs> satiate my, <laughs> that part of my brain that wants to like, yeah. do, yeah, I, so, I don't know. So is this like, okay, so I do that too. Because I work, I mean, it depends on my day, but like, because I know I have to work at night, but I also am very active in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like I, my brain is the most active in the morning, but then like all of our calls and everything are at night. So I'm trying to like rewire myself a little bit, yeah. which is fine and easy to do. Um, because it's not that I don't, it's not like I don't have a bunch of shit I can go do, but so, but sometimes I really want to work in the morning. I love, I love my job, but I need to not do it 15 hours a day. That's the that. whole issue. Yeah. Yeah. That. I love what we do and I can get so much stuff done in a day, as you know, because yes. you wake up to like 50 fucking emails and you've been like, Jesus. here's a bunch of stuff for you. Oh my God. Sometimes I'm like, you're tripping, <laughs> but not in a bad no. way. The problem <laughs> like, is that I am whoa. not tripping. Let's be honest here. Um, I am just like lonely on the other side of the world. So I work, um, so yeah, so I work in the morning and then I'm like, I can't work 15 hours today because I need to protect myself and be able to communicate to my clients in a way that like they, right. That they understand and, um, not be like fully engrossed in what in whatever it is that I've done all day because I will do that and then by 8 p.m when my 8 p.m when we start to have calls with clients I will be like like zoned buzzed like crazy in the brain um so halfway through the day I'll take a break and I'll like watch a show too yeah and fuck no, it does not help. No, it doesn't. But like, but I will absolutely convince myself that I deserve it and I want to. Yeah. Also, this is my fucking business and this is your fucking business. And guess right. what? Oh, we can do whatever we fuck. want. <laughs> <laughs> we make the rules, dude. We yeah. The- right. And that is the phenomenal luxury of being an entrepreneur, of course. But yeah, I mean... It's, yeah, but there um, has to be. It's a an balance. everyday struggle. There has to be. Yeah, it's it an ha- everyday struggle. The struggles are real. We know yeah. that, and we want to hear yours too. And like, and yeah, how, how do you it? get out of? Yeah, how do you get out of apathy? Because I mean, I literally just make a list and then and then convince myself that I don't have another day in the week that I can deal with my list, and then I just do mm-hmm. like the thing. Usually, it's content. Usually, I'll be like. Well, I'll just build content. <laughs> and then obviously that pulls me out of a funk. I mean, yeah. not obviously, but I love to build content. So, or I'll just be like, I'll just, um, actually what really helps is if I just sit with my notebook and build and make a strategy for, mm-hmm. for something like, um, uh, so you being intimidated by ads. Yeah. I'm also very intimidated by ads. 
and in in our fashion like i listen to the <laughs> listen to the anxiety episode in the typical fashion uh <laughs> i yeah. courtney like didn't do any didn't do the ad stuff she just like thought about it which is and which is great and i straight up made a whole fucking like like here's a here's a strategy and here's a demo for what i'm thinking we can do and here's like six posts we can use like i just like said the difference up. is that you wrote it <laughs> yeah yeah you wrote it and yeah. i didn't because i was just sort of trying to like visually understand how these things would pair together and what people would like see in all of the steps through as they're walk like going through this process of of um of, yeah of learning more about about but us what, and our services and, yeah totally but what you missed what you don't see obviously because you're not here is that I wrote I wrote down a bunch of shit in a notebook I spent like a, an evening I was really fucking stressed mm-hmm. out and I just spent an evening like I wanted to be I put it on our Facebook or Instagram story actually but I like I wanted to be left alone with my notebook for an evening so I told Tom that I had to build strategy <laughs> there you go yeah I mean you did you did have and, to I, and then I and that's that is what I did but I just yeah. really wanted to like I was feeling apathetic and overwhelmed and I didn't know I, I didn't know how like I didn't want to communicate with him because he's so optimistic and positive and I love him so much but sometimes when I am feeling like just like kind of out of sorts and especially if I'm feeling like bummed out just because of the season or because like that's just part of my person Mm -hmm. uh the last thing I want to do is have a conversation with like the ultimate optimist of the world yeah 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 that's fair (laughs) (laughs) so I'll just be like gotta have a moment yeah take a moment yeah so my moment was like I'm gonna build this whole entire strategy and I'm just gonna send it to Courtney (laughs) Yes. And then, <laughs> and then I got that and was like, whoa, okay, this is a different, this is like, this is substantial. This is a, this is not where my head was at. Cause we, we sort of like sometimes brainstorm separately and then come together and like, whatever. Um, so it was so much very- brilliance comes from that, by the way, so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all just, you know, melding different perspectives so things can, you know, connect with different folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anywho, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, that is just, yeah, it's funny that you deal with your apathy by just like, like you deal with your anxiety by just kind of barreling through it. <laughs> I do it um, anytime I have a problem. I just run full force at it. Barrel through it. Yeah. And um and and I am I'm I'm not that way. <laughs> I am not that way. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I'm like I have to I have to I have to power through not like shutting down to it. The things that intimidate me or um or that I don't understand and stuff so finding that motivation I get a lot of that like like um if I'm feeling particularly apathetic or something I'll try to like 
shift something about my physical hmm. uh, space or like I'll I'll shower or I'll go eat. Ooh, showering is so will, good. Yeah. Or like um or I'll I'll move out of into a different room or something or hmm. be like okay maybe I need to like go and sit at the library. <laughs> maybe I need to go and sit at a cafe. Um mm-hmm. And I think yeah, that just I think... like those shifts will will they, that changes my like literal and figural figurative perspectives on the things that yeah. I'm working on. So yeah. yeah, for you, it's I know I know when you need to eat food. You That's like not... you also yeah. know when I need to eat food. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I also yeah. I also get like like ADD obsessed with food when I need to eat before it's a problem but you are just like quiet about it until you're oh confused I yeah the, like in the, confusion is what comes when it's I like I can't freaking focus yeah yeah <laughs> like when you when we're when we're together and like <laughs> we'll be like in the middle of a meeting and everything will be fine and all of a sudden Courtney just like stops fully understanding what we're fucking talking about I'm like bitch you need to eat we're stopping right now I'm like, I don't know what low blood sugar signs feel like <laughs> until it's too far it's too- <laughs> it happens every time and I'm like I'm Courtney you're not an idiot this I'm is a kidding. really normal problem no yeah, we yeah, do yeah. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I have been to so many doctor's appointments. And the reason why I get obsessed that way and being like, I'm hungry. And I will literally say I'm hungry 70 times in a row and not even fully realize it is because I've been to the, I've been to the doctor and had my blood drawn and like been through so much like hypoglycemic diet stuff to the point where like, it's it's a it's kind of traumatic so like my blood sugar will drop super duper low and then I can't do anything at all Mm. I I literally like it's happened once or twice in the since I moved to the Netherlands and the first time it happened like we were just being kind of I was just saying I was hungry over and over again then we were being indecisive about our food Tom and I and then all of a sudden I was like just sitting on the chair and I was like, I can't move. I can't like, mm. I can't walk. I can't like legit. It goes that far. Yikes. And that's just like something I've dealt with since I was really young. So I know the signs really clearly of when someone needs to eat because of it, especially myself. Fair. And I start freaking out when I'm hungry and like everyone <laughs> needs to know I'm hungry and it's it's not okay. These the things yeah. you learn about yourself as That's you something. grow older. Yeah, it's very interesting stuff. But um, we're anywho, forever that was, into this. Yeah, that's that, um, I guess that's a little bit about how we deal with our apathy and finding motivation and yeah. how to friggin' make things happen when. You don't fucking feel like you it. Gotta, yeah, you don't feel like it, but someone's got to do it because what's the alternative? Uh, you don't you don't do anything and then your business and then you fail. Dies. Yeah, like that's you just And guess how good you feel when that happens. Right, like Yeah, it's not going to be a good time and so 
and like, yeah, we feel for people who, who, um, you know, are, are forced day in and day out to try to motivate themselves and find that. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's really, really helpful for that. Um, just for like, for you and I, I think it's really helpful because when I feel like shit, I am also like Courtney needs me to do this thing. Um, I feel like you help keep me accountable. Yeah, we, Even we if, absolutely rely on each other for accountability. We definitely <laughs> hugely, do. Hugely, hugely, yeah. Yeah. And so I think, like, um, what would be really helpful for anybody that is dealing with that, with this, is to get an accountability crew. Yeah. Go and to find that is not hard. Go into a Facebook group of the type of business that you have, whether it's a coaching business um, or if you have a coaching business, go into a coaching group. If you have an e-commerce business, go into, um, an e-commerce group. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman, go into a woman's group. Right. Uh, there, there's no shortage of Facebook there's groups. There's no there. shortage of yeah. that. Just go in there and literally just make a post yeah. of, and say what time zone you're in. And if anybody wants to be an accountability group with you. Mm-hmm. I have one actually, and it has gotten me through a lot in the past year because we live in, we live on opposite sides of the world. So sometimes it's like midday and I'm like fucked. And so I, I have an accountability crew that is European and I will just message them and, and they use it the same way and it's great. So definitely highly recommend yeah accountability crew life totally but you got to keep up with it yeah you have to be accountable (laughs) to the accountability group yeah i'm really lucky that my group is is on top of it yeah yeah it has been for almost a year it's been a year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that's a really good goal dude it's like if if you're struggling with um with with motivation it, like that's such a that a great solution honestly for for solopreneurs and there's like mompreneurs you know there's any like niche Anything. within a niche of that that is your yeah. that you identify with is your experience there's a facebook group for it so there's a facebook group for it and there are people in that facebook group that need what you need yeah. and go in there and ask for it because yeah, it sure. will be you'll find it mm-hmm. yeah I like that that's a good tip that's a good tip just the tip just the tip um, yeah so gosh um, we are about 50 minutes in yeah do you want to have one shit talk or do you want to do them both and just like fuck the time I don't know Maybe let's just do one. Maybe let's... Well, hmm. hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should always just have one. Well, while we're on the topic of Facebook groups, let's just should talk about about the our, our experience yeah. of running this Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. We, it is interesting learning curve about how to administer a Facebook group. I'm yeah. Thinking, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think that um it's not is it's not as easy or cut and dry as as 
it seems when you first just click buttons definitely not yeah it's like it there are a lot of features and a lot of it gives you a lot of options but then there's not a whole lot of like um flexibility with what happens once you choose those options that makes sense no it doesn't um (laughs) like yeah i know what you're talking about like but it gives you there yeah like there's literally there are a lot of different ways that you can describe the group a lot of different ways that you can kind of adjust how people are let in or not let into the group there's questions that you can ask of people before you approve them Um, oh the questions Right. All of these are seemingly very helpful things for the administrators of a group. But what Mm -hmm. we learned literally today. Yeah, um, literally like five minutes before we started this podcast. Was that, yeah, you actually like don't have access to a lot of that information once. Once someone's in the group. Once someone's in the group. Yeah. So, I mean, it's sort of a shit talk on, like, things not being, like, that's just a weird oversight, um, because Facebook is pushing groups so hard right now, like, they're putting a lot of focus on groups, but there's still a lot of things that are really inefficient and, like, just sort of, like, render themselves useless, because if you don't have access to the information, then why even ask for the information up front anyways? Right, like, the questions... Yeah. You can ask questions. You can join our group, Vicarious Marketer, and you have to ask. We ask you a couple questions, like what's your website. We ask about um, what you're interested in. Yeah, that's it. What's your website yeah. and what are you interested in? That's what we want to know from people. Um, and we don't get. We see that information, but we don't get to like. It doesn't exist anywhere. It isn't like in your member profile. Don't you think that that would just be a part of your member profile? For admin right or somewhere where it's like gives you that like list of what people have written as answers to those questions right you can go in and see what questions you have and you can edit them but at no point are you able to like go back and access the answers to said questions from your present group members right so it's like yeah, it's an entitled ass thing to be frustrated about. We understand. It that. is. It is. <laughs> we like, understand. That. We know Facebook is a free thing. We shouldn't be bitching. Right. But like, we understand. I'm gonna Gary because we know. We know. <laughs> yes. Okay. But fa- we know. Like Facebook runs the internet. Okay. But mm. that's the other question, right? Is like, I don't know if I feel totally comfortable. Like, these people are giving us this giving us this information and they're doing it because they trust us. They want to be part of our group. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like the only people that have access to this information now though is Facebook. And how fucking shitty is that? Right. Right. Like we're not asking anything that, that is like salacious, but like, all right. I feel two ways about it. Like, yes, I understand the argument that, like, Facebook offers all these things for free, so Facebook doesn't owe you anything. No, Facebook doesn't owe me shit. But I'm going to disagree with that a little bit, because you know what? All right. They are selling the shit out of my data. 
they sure as fuck are is valuable and like i should have a say in that and like i'm giving you literally access to like every bit of information of my human existence on this fucking planet Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and you're selling it you're making money off of it and i understand that that's how they function as a business but like you kind of owe me shit for that and i think that the shit you owe me you being facebook owes me is the answers to the questions that we goddamn (laughs) ease of access of anything i want from the information that is happening that i have control over like i should have control over my personal facebook's information and anything that's put anything that anyone interacts with me on that page my business's page and anyone who interacts with that if they've provided me like it'd be essentially like if they like if you as soon as you read a message on Facebook it disappeared and you the didn't same, have yeah. access to it anymore but they did it's like that it's it feels Snapchat. like that it feels like Snapchat, it's Snapchat. yeah um, so I kind of feel like I'm against the idea of like Facebook doesn't owe us shit and because like we're literally selling our souls to them so yeah you're not um, wrong I yeah but um now I forgot my second point, but anyway. that was your second point, I think. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I well. mean, I feel like you're. Yeah, I agree. And I and I, but there's nothing we can. Know, we can know. just like. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. No. But you know what? There is. So that's the other thing. Is that there <laughs> are <laughs> there are solutions out there for that are like we found some like I think it was a Chrome extension. Yeah, um, that can like extract this information and provide it to you in like a Google Doc or whatever. But then that's allowing an another like a, a a different program and that business access to our community's data or whatever right. information it is that it's yeah. taking. And that I don't know what information it's taking, and that right. seems shady. It's shady as fuck. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm also like because because you know damn well that that they're collecting more information that they're giving us than they're giving us and Anytime. they're at least collecting emails and and I'm a I'm pretty against email scraping. Yeah. This is like this is what's happening right now is that there are tools that people are using to scrape emails off of Facebook and send a bunch of cold emails because people what people are doing is they're creating their own email servers that are basically like throwaway spam servers and they're sending essentially spam literally spam but to get leads Mm -hmm. and they're using emails they scrape from facebook to do it um Right. That's shady fucking that's behavior. That's shady, right. And that's, like, extreme shady, but, like, because Facebook doesn't give administrators certain access to certain information, people are going to try to find solutions that make things easier for them. And that means going and finding some fucking shady application or whatever that's going to, like 
hack the system. This feels like the new age, like abortion conversation. Holy shit. (laughs) Like, like people are going to find an unsafe way to do it anyways people are going to find an unsafe yes that's exactly what i'm saying this is like a this is like the digital version of that (laughs) digital back alley abortion yeah (laughs) (laughs) like stealing data from third-party apps um trigger warning sorry trigger anyone yeah sorry about that Um, um we have off-color humor sometimes. Don't yeah. come at us. Don't cancel us. Cancel c- culture. We're just girls that are talking about life. Cancel culture? Is that a thing? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Last time I had to tell you what the T was. What's the, like, <laughs> here's the T. <laughs> you don't know canceled? Yeah. Like, people being canceled from being, like saying you know saying making some sort of off-color joke saying oh. it's typically something like when somebody it comes out like, that, like somebody alley. said something like racist or sexist or some sort of bigoted something online and people like back in 2011 who whatever whatever this person said something said some sort of yeah. like, racist joke they're canceled um and to some extent i i think that that is warranted but um it was a joke and a lot of things are taken out of context with that sort of cancel culture people are looking for reasons to get upset at people um in my opinion totally i mean i think i mean i fully agree that people are always looking for reasons to be upset that's like a that's like part of the culture i feel like such a thing that is cancel culture i live under a rock my hobbies Bro, are like Google sewing it. and reading. Dude, <laughs> I will. It's. I mean, it's like not. I mean, yeah. It's worth a. It's worth. Looking I'm gonna get sucked into. Because... I'm gonna get sucked in. Cancel culture. I think. Yeah, it's just such an extreme way. Of... I mean, how do you cancel someone? Man, uh, like uh, unfollowing them. I mean, people that's how a lot of these sort of like internet famous people get sort of ostracized, I guess, get like, um, you know, yeah, they, they, their sponsorships get canceled with big uh, brands or whatever, brand partnerships and stuff. Whoa. Cancel um, culture is a thing. It's a thing. Um, That is a thing. Um, I don't care about them. I I just made a really flash, flash decision. Um, I a joke I'm, that was not that bad of a joke. No, truly. I'm also like not gonna um, ever censor myself. Yeah. So that's what this podcast is all about just that's speaking what it's freely, about. and sometimes, yeah, yeah that, you know, sometimes we're, I'm gonna make untasteful yeah. jokes. Yeah. Um, that one was pretty funny. I liked that joke, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> but but I live under a rock, so I'm like actively insensitive on accident. <laughs> and then some and then and then I just need to be told and then I think about it obsessively and try to change that part of my personality. It hasn't worked so far, but the changing that part of my personality mm-hmm. hasn't worked. But Maybe I'm softer. Maybe One I'm softer. Time. Yeah. I mean, you don't it's not necessarily changing your personality, but I think just 
like like our like um the podcast about changing language around you know questions that are asked to to women versus men i think it's just mm-hmm. it's that's the first step is sort of yeah changing like oh this is something that like negatively affects people um not and yeah. this is not specifically about the joke you just freaking made this is just a no because back now. alley abortions right. is <laughs> right it's like back alley yeah, abortions are never cool and neither is data stealing uh-huh. exactly exactly that was the whole joke all <laughs> but uh, right but anyways. yeah changing culture it, you have to like realize about your, the things mm-hmm. about yourself before you can change before language changes that's just how we are yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah yep i don't know if we, my language is ever gonna learn. change yeah also fine because i'm a salty bitch it's fine. <laughs> like that's that's life. We uh, that's life. can be crass. Is crass the right word? Crass. Okay. Oh, crass is a great word to describe us. Yeah. Cool. Good. I like yeah. that word. I'm. Um, it makes me feel like an old woman, like with my cigarette crotchety hanging out my crass. mouth, like crotch. That's like my future, and I'm excited about. <laughs> having a new dandelion my- branding series <laughs> crotchety and crass <laughs> yeah look out for it yeah stay tuned yeah i don't know what new what new piece of content we can we already have a vlog a blog a podcast of a facebook page a facebook group an instagram we have to start in a, a website like we're gonna have to start oh we mm-hmm. can do it on maybe on twitter we can uh, we yeah, can just it could be twitter yeah that, we could just make an untapped market market or tiktok tiktok <laughs> oh yeah we could just like <laughs> oh my god we speaking could make of, yeah t- yeah really sorry. speaking of tiff no. do you have a tiktok update dude i sure do i mean maybe it's a conspiracy theory i believe it though i i read that tiktok is owned by a essentially like a data mining company from china and because you give full access to your camera and your microphone mm-hmm. to TikTok, um, they are just just raking in everything about mm-hmm. you and your life. So uh, on the topic of stealing data and being shady, I think TikTok is pretty high on the list. At least that's what I read. So where did you read it? The internet. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I'm like, I need your source. Shit, I'm not a good reporter. Uh, I didn't do. I mean, I didn't prepare to give that anecdote. So if yeah, you'd like the source, then send me an email info at dandelionbranding.com. Damn, plug in um, that shit. Yeah, please. Um, but yeah, I want it. Maybe you should put it in our bomb articles. Slack. I mean. If it wasn't annoying to be typing while recording um, the podcast, then I would do it. But that's okay. Um, Drop it in the bomb article Slack later. There you go. There it is. Um, anywho, so that's my that's my TikTok. Uh, Damn, I want to do research theory. on that. I want to know more, dude. We have a lot of app conspiracy theories. This one, I truly believe, though. Like, I'm not surprised at all, and I think that it's like it makes perfect sense. That and it does make if, sense. That yeah. would be the way to get data on the new generation of humans that are 100. percent Yeah, yeah. There are so what many are people gonna, using that right now. What would China even do with that data? 
I don't even know. Use it to advertise, I think. Or use use it it to advertise. I mean, to spy on people. I think it, like, is connected to, like, whether or not they're accessing your phone. I mean, your your camera and microphone when the app is not on. Right. You know, there's, like, stuff like that. Or, you know, it's Who would you spy on? It's literally kids using this. So it's, like, what are kids doing? What are kids... Um, you know, what's their, I, I, I don't, I don't fully know actually like what the, all that information would be used for, but it's, right. I don't believe that it would be used in any way that isn't malicious. <laughs> like right. if, if, if someone is trying to collect all of that information then like, they're probably not going to like bring you your favorite fucking candy like they're gonna use it against you somehow politics <laughs> i mean i don't trust children... anybody though <laughs> Maybe my cynicism is coming out but that's i mean i i think like that's a really good point though that like kids i mean the way that i think about kids I just had this really interesting conversation with um, someone who is a a mediator. She's a divorce mediator. Wow. And yeah, she's fucking brilliant. Um, And she, I'm not, I'm not getting a divorce. I'm not even married, but I just met her at a party and obviously talked about work because that's what we because that's that's what women actually talk about when we hang out at parties is like what what we love about our work um she but she we were talking about kids because like i ran a she's running a program for adults that are going through divorce and when i was in college i ran a program for called children in the middle and I created a program for um, kids of that in like different age groups that called children in the middle. And they, uh, it was essentially just hmm. helping. It was a therapy group that like helped kids deal with their parents getting divorced. That's dope. I didn't know that actually. That's sick. Yeah. I worked with kids for uh, several years. Yeah. So, and this is one of the ways. Mm-hmm. Um, in the advocacy center that I was an advocate for kids is that I helped them with their parents' divorce. And I worked with those kids while the therapist worked with their parents in group therapy for like essentially like court ordered group therapy to like deal with their negative divorce bullshit. So I, that's what I talked with this woman about. And she made a really interesting point, which is relevant to the TikTok conspiracy um, to bring it back around, which is that kids always know what's going on. They're present. Mm-hmm. They are, they pay attention, they listen, and they feel everything. Mm-hmm. And, and TikTok is a way that kids express their feelings. And so they have, and so you'll see, I mean, you can, it, when you when you work with kids a lot, you can start to see the way that they do things is like what they're dealing with. They this how they enact things because um, we're monkeys, right? So we kind of just like reenact what we see really mm-hmm. really frequently. But it's all if, learning is yeah, it's all learning is yeah, right. <laughs> and so if TikTok is is 
is stealing information from kids, they have access, they have untethered access yeah. to family life Full in America, life. for yeah. around the world, family mm-hmm. life, emotions, they have yeah. access to true stories. Because when you're a kid, and you're a teenager, you and you have a phone, and your parents are going through something, or your parents are feeling something, you learn something, what's the first thing you do, you Google it, you mm-hmm. text a friend about it, like, I didn't have a cell phone until I was like, like past that shit. And yeah, then we just I was had like 17. Oh yeah. yeah, right. We just had like the cord phone. Mm-hmm. When the cordless phone happened and I could go outside with the phone call, that was fucking dope. <laughs> but like before that, I would call my friends and tell them what was going on. And, and, and that's what these kids are doing too. So if, mm-hmm. if, TikTok is really stealing information like the kids know and they're sharing it and TikTok now has like untethered access now you have me on like fucking conspiracy theories it's it's real man but I mean I don't think that TikTok is alone please don't sue us TikTok this is not libel um please (laughs) but um but I I mean they're not alone like you know this is a thing that is sort of known that that these apps that have like even Facebook Messenger Access. is the same thing. Yep. Like Facebook Messenger, if you have the app on your phone, like you're you're giving it access to everything that happens on your phone. Yep. Um, WhatsApp. WhatsApp is the to- same. Yeah. Actually, WhatsApp. Actually, WhatsApp. I think is like not. I think it's encrypted. Uh, I might be wrong. It used to be encrypted. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't like. I don't know enough about the ins and outs of how all that all of that stuff works in to be like informed about knowing which apps are are doing it responsibly or or not. Right. Um, but I it's, feel a little. It's a thing. Yeah. I feel a little better about Facebook Messenger and Facebook because they got in trouble and they're being watched so heavily. That's what they want you to think. That's what they want. Stop it. <laughs> I also don't care. That's the thing. That's everyone's feeling is sort of like, well, I don't have anything to hide. Um, right. Like, but even if I did, like I live in an age where I don't get to care. Yeah. I like, I feel like a right to privacy and that goes back to, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before, but I know we've talked about it. Like the laws, um, the law takes a long time to write and enact and technology especially internet technology moves much faster than our ability to create laws around it and that's problematic so yeah this shit they're like yes our data is being stolen there's no real laws around that right now Mm -mm. like that's the world we live in it took a long ass time for there to be laws around the privacy about what we can about our homes like search yeah. and seizure and the fourth amendment you know like it took it took till like the mid 70s early 80s for us to define what that amendment even the right against right. search and seizure i'm not even quoting that right but it took a long fucking time for us to right yeah you know does data mining count for that don't know it's, that's not clear i mean that's the thing it's like you agree to the terms and conditions but nobody reads it 
So it's not right. illegal, you know, you're given it. So, but right. it's like, yeah, even like, right. Laws around laws are just are behind <laughs> in general. Yeah. Society moves they have to be. Our, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like it's we don't create laws up. preventatively. We create no. laws like after a after a problem shit happens, and exactly. even then we don't create laws all the time. Like, look at all of there's still a mass murder almost every every single day in the United States, but not really creating laws around that to solve that problem. That's a whole can of worms. Yeah, but this shit talk is this is a this is a it's a good one. This is, I don't even really know what we're shit talking. Facebook. Um, Facebook's really, it started with being frustrated that Facebook didn't, like, is making things not as uh, user friendly for group administrators as we would ideally want. But that, you know, the turned into data issue, data mining. And right. It is what does Facebook owe us versus what do they what are they taking versus what are we getting back and do mm-hmm. they owe us anything for what we're giving them? It's really interesting. But um, yeah, gosh, uh, yeah, Facebook. It, I don't know. Facebook shit talk. I could shit talk about every single part of Facebook. It's just like. Right. So, such a necessary asshole. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's pretty, pretty strange thing, but it's a strange time we're living in, you know? Sure is. Um, but ultimately, like, it is a phenomenal tool for connecting people and, like, getting information. And mm-hmm. so can't fault it entirely sure 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 and speaking while we're on the topic of facebook we got our question for this week from facebook. Yes. <laughs> from um from a facebook group not ours but actually we should us we should we'll start doing that i mean if you have <laughs> we'll start yes. doing that um yes um yeah but this so yeah so in all of our our podcasts we end it with a question the question is not necessarily related to any of the topics that we spoke about today um but just something no, we that way off stuck brand. Out to us. yeah yeah it's like this is an interesting thing that we want to talk about so we can make it short um but this one is should i invest in my if I have money to invest, should I invest money in myself and my learning or in my gear or like programs and platforms for my business? Both things benefit the business, but like what's the, like what do you think is better? I guess I think this question is unfair. <laughs> it's um, it's nearly impossible to I mean there's no right answer which is the interesting no, part I which mean, is why which is why mm-hmm. we're asking it mm-hmm. um last week we asked an unanswerable question too so but I think um I think it depends on like where you're hitting your limit more mm-hmm. are you hitting a learning limit or are you hitting a a gear limit and if you're hitting both, 
the answer is going to be like, what's going to make you more money? Pretty much. Yeah. Because yeah, if you have more money, then you can invest in the other thing. Right. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that's sort of the crux of it is like, well, okay, what are you currently experiencing? Are you hearing any sort of feedback on one thing versus the other? Are you getting people right. that are asking you questions about what type of gear that you have? And it, are, is that interest, like, is that something that's of interest for your potential client? Right. Or is it like, are you aware how to, of how to use or like, do you, are you, you know, an expert at XYZ? And is it more related to the education that you have in your field? You know, like, the, right. like, what is, do either of those come up in the conversations of, of the discovery calls with your clients? Mm-hmm. And oh. I think the next question to ask yourself is, can you get that information for free? Because that's usually where I start <laughs> is like, if I'm looking at, like, I'm going to be really honest, like, I need some new gear. Mm-hmm. Because I'm at a limit with what my gear can do, with what, like, my computer is able to do. Yeah. Um, what your camera, what our camera is able to do. Mm-hmm. So for us, the answer would be gear. Yeah. But I have, you know, one of our clients, for her, the answer is knowledge, her learning. So she's she's investing in learning more. Mm-hmm. Um. And because, because she wants to add to her practice. Right. So, you know, and because that's where she's hitting her limit Mm -hmm. and I've, and you know, the first question is like, if you're learning, if your answer is like, I'm hitting a limit with learning, do one 10 minutes, like do 10 minutes of research to find, to figure out if, if those limits, if you can push those limits with free content, because so much of what you need is free online. Yeah. So much information is there. It's true. It's true. I think that, yeah, to, to, to a certain extent, definitely. Um, yeah. And then when you yeah. hit that limit, then yeah, the answer is learning, take a fucking class. Of, right. Absolutely. Get certified and whatever, whatever. Get those exactly. things that, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I also want to say that when it comes to learning, that's going to be transitional for you. So um, what's a good way to put it? Like if I'm going to go take a course and I take a course on content marketing, I tantalize branding and what we offer will necessarily transition with it. It should. Yeah. Or else it why should would you transition with it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good way to tell. Um, because if you don't want to transition what you're doing and what you're doing is successful, most likely investing in gear is going to be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you need it, if you are feeling like, I just don't know enough about this thing and I want to offer this different service, but I don't exactly know how that's a, that's an indication that education yeah. is, it, it will help. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I think that's pretty much the only answer for that particular question. And, uh, and I think it just, it might help to get other people's perspectives, you know, to be like, I just want to kind of talk out like where I'm at, where my business is at. Here's what I think would benefit my business. Like, and, and having someone else to bounce that off of is, I think, insanely helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so once again, like, please feel free to reach out to us, join our Facebook group, Curious Marketer, um, or, or hit us up at, um, info at dandelionbranding.com. Um, yeah, we're always, yeah, we'd be happy to help kind of like give you a definitive answer on that. Cause like, it's going to be pretty clear. I feel like even as you write down the details of like where you're at and it's going to come clear. It'll come. Yeah. 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 So, um, so feel free to reach out if you'd like. Yeah. I love talking to people about where they're at and where they want to go. Yeah. I had a great call this week like that. It is really fun. I, it's just so interesting kind of, I don't know, <laughs> everyone's doing such different things and it's just so cool. I was seeing, you know, people's ideas and, mm-hmm. um, and where all these little businesses are at and they're all, yeah. it's just so cool. There's so, there's, there's so much to do in the world, man. The world's a crazy place. There really is. <laughs> you know, this is a really random thought, but I was laughing with, I was laughing about, like being a content creator and how I just know so much random shit because because to write articles or like even even post captions Mm -hmm. like (laughs) we have to know so we get to learn so much stuff Mm -hmm. and and it's it I feel like I have a I have and this is not because I'm a content creator like I have a huge working knowledge of like random mythological creatures. Right. And yes, this is true. You do have, that. I just, <laughs> I, I just, I, I've just like somehow collected it and memorized these things. And sometimes we're like watching shows and I'm like, no, but that thing is like, but I'm pretty sure that thing's a Phoenix. So it's just doing its thing. It's it'll be back. And like, you know, it's supposed to be this sad moment. I'm like, no, that's like the best moment of a Phoenix life. It'll be back. You'll have a feather. It's fine. You know, and I feel like I, I think we have, we have some dream clients right now, but I think I would love to use that random fucking mythological knowledge to create content about it. Wow. Good to know. So if you're selling some mythological shit, hit us up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I will help you. Yeah. It's just, that was super random, but I was like, just thinking about all the random shit that we get to learn and know. It's true and as marketers yeah. and um then it, i realized i have this huge other random shit i know brains are very interesting yeah i read a statistic hold. that you can't mm. yeah that you can't you can overwhelm your brain at one time but you can't it, it there's no capacity limit for how much it can actually store that is so wild yeah yeah. So you could live a thousand lives and you could just have memories from like, you know, like 70,000 years ago and it would still be as potent as the memory you had from last week. Whoa. The limit does not exist. The limit doesn't exist, guys. Mm-hmm. 
be better. Did you get that reference? No. No, no. No, I just agree with you. It's a Mean Girls reference. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I... It's okay. It's okay. I need like we'll a pop culture infusion. Okay, we'll my keep... <laughs> you have a you have a vast working knowledge of pop culture, I and I understand mythological creatures. Okay, <laughs> so Lindsay Lohan's kind of a mythological creature, but okay, yeah, that's fair. Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think your I think your random working knowledge is like a little more relevant than mine, but <laughs> to each their own. Yeah, I enjoy knowing what griffins are. Mm, is that the um, <laughs> the flying lion? It's the eagle lion. Eagle lion. That's a cool one. That's a cool. Yeah, one. it's like a lion with an eagle head. Yeah, that's tight. And wings. Yeah. Mm. Well. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all, that's all got. we got. Griffins. <laughs> um the limit so, doesn't exist and the be limit better to your knowledge does not exist be better <laughs> <laughs> so shitty the worst sign off don't like it but um i still like don't make excuses don't make excuses get organized you can do it be better <laughs> be better <laughs> all right well thanks for tuning in this week everybody yeah bye hope you have a good rest of your week okay thanks for watching listening whatever you're doing have a good day (laughs) bye bye